time for the August 23rd, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in an undisclosed location in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Cut it out, Mother! No, stop it. Hey, he's Just chasing those this... damn zombie pigeons again in the backyard. <laughs> What are you doing, Mahler? You get one? You get one, boy? <laughs> chew it up, Mahler. Chew it up. Come on. Mm-hmm. Chew it up, boy. Chew that. Yeah! <laughs> Kill that zombie pigeon. Woo! That's what I call yeah. doggy fun. Oh, yeah. Pigeons are dying, falling from the sky, and acting like zombies in Moscow, Mike. Oh. Moscow. Moscow. Russia. You know that place? Although not all pigeons are affected, some have reportedly been acting as if drugged, stumbling, and reacting slowly to humans, or else flying into the faces of passerbys. You know, they just fly in your face. What? Yeah, they're zombies. And then falling to the ground. I've seen pictures of them. They're just kind of all twisted up, these pigeons. Russia's Veterinary Inspection Service reported that the bird's abnormal behavior was caused by Newcastle disease. And Newcastle disease can be transmitted to humans. Oh. So they're kind of going a little bit nutty in Whoa. Moscow over there. Yeah. Due to pigeons. Some bloggers have said that the pigeon fatalities mark the coming of the end times, which isn't too surprising. Well, yeah. Now those end times work. Yeah. A pigeon apocalypse, if you will. A wheel. Um, Pointing to the czarist era mystic, Grigory Rasputin. Ha ah, I love You that remember man. him. I loved him. He alleged... Uh, he had a alleged prediction. Russian. He didn't allege anything. He predicted uh, an apocalypse on October 23rd, 2013. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's today, Mike? Wow. Did you say... Is it apocalypse time again? Um, it Woo! Is. I it's love about, apocalypse It's about time. time for one of them countdowns. <gasps> we yeah, Mahler, Mahler, yeah. it's time for an apocalypse. Yeah. Get him, boy. Get that pigeon. <laughs> Better you than me, Mahler. Better yeah. you than me. No, hey, um, by the way, that speaking of which, the avian flu, which is got, which you can get from was the uh, uh, you can get from birds, was the reason for <laughs> is that why they call it that's the why they call it the avian flu, yeah. uh, was the uh, the the beginning of the great flu epidemic, the great pandemic uh, around the World War One era that yeah. killed millions of people, mm. and it's always been the big fear is that birds would. That, or that a, this kind of a virus would jump species, as they say. Yeah. So that's and birds that. can fly everywhere. And birds that's can fly. Yeah, thing. that's the other yeah, part of just this. Everywhere. Yeah. Wow. That is kind of serious. Oh. If that's looming. Speaking about things falling from the air. Yes. Estimates of the death toll from chemical weapons attacks in Syria range anywhere from 100 up to 1,600. Oh my God. The Syrian government has denied claims it used nerve agents in bombing the rebel-held area of Gota, mm-hmm. east of Damascus. Right. Video footage uploaded to YouTube shows frantic scenes of overwhelmed hospitals, wounded children, and lifeless bodies. And there's really... Uh, you you know, seen really that? Have you seen yeah, the footage? Yeah, kind it's of just scary. terrifying footage. I know. And, and photos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, I, you know, I was looking at them yesterday at a spot called VeryCoolPics.com. Okay. I thought that was nutty. I'm looking at dead children's dead, bodies yeah. on VeryCoolPics.com. Okay, what's well, up with that? I don't know. Change, change they should your change the com. name. Yeah. yeah, at least it's not it's not cool. But there are good pictures. I'm sure. Pictures, I mean, I'm sure yeah. they're well taken. If like yeah, if you see like seeing the faces. No, and, and I'm look. I'm no friend. No friend. Dead no ally of the uh, of the Hassad regime in Syria. Yeah. But this doesn't really add up. Why? 
would they do this, knowing that the U.N. inspectors who are there to look for chemical weapons yeah. are actually in Syria right now? Well, yeah, they were on their way there when they did it. Yeah. So some people are theorizing that they were doing it to get it out of the way, you know, to do uh, it before, before the inspectors uh, well, got there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I Well, I they arrived the day that this report came yeah. out, so it's not— Could I be a frame job, Mike, a frame I, job. I, all I'm shame. saying is it, it does bear that there should be a little bit of uh, skepticism as, but, yeah. as to who did this. But um, nonetheless, I hope they find out. Doctors who treated the victims report injuries consistent with nerve gas. There's been no independent verification so far, and uh, like that. There you go. And now to Egypt. Former Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak mm -hmm. was released from prison. Unbelievable. After two years behind bars. Two years behind bars. Wow. He's out. Holy he was serving a life sentence. When a will it end sentence. for this poor man? Yeah. Yes, two whole years in jail for yeah. slaughtering millions of people, or hundreds of thousands of people. That's he was just... serving that sentence for failing to prevent the killing of demonstrators during the 2011 uprising that toppled his regime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's doing in Well, there, there you go. <laughs> and now a court accepted his appeal for a new trial. Egypt's interim government arrested top Muslim Brotherhood leader Mohamed Badi amid an ongoing crackdown against supporters of ousted President Mohamed Morsi. Badi and his deputy are due to stand trial later this month. they got a lot of court things going on over there. Everybody's upset at everybody else. Anyway, stand trial later this month on oh. charges of inciting the murders of protesters outside the Brotherhood's headquarters in June. But his son was among those shot dead in the protests right. on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Roughly 900 people have been killed since security forces raided two pro-Morsi encampments last Wednesday. And amid all this uh, domestic and international pressure on the U.S. to suspend its aid to Egypt, yeah. and yeah. Egypt being military-backed government, as we know right now, right. and the military there is a crazy group. Well, they're, they're not like our military. They're like, uh, you know, well, they're in charge. Like the Kiwanis or something. Well, <laughs> they're like the Kiwanis. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're they can own property. They oh, can, okay. They can, oh, yeah. They, you know, they can do stuff <laughs> okay. that you wouldn't think, you know, our military would necessarily do, even though they do. Yeah. Uh, well, well, and and the U.S. is uh, there are reports. I think uh, the Guardian uh, newspaper in England is reporting that the U.S. has actually begun to withhold military aid to uh, Egypt. Uh, the Americans yeah. are denying that's the case. And meanwhile, yeah. amid all this craziness, Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. are a close ally. Yes. Because we hold hands with them and walk through gardens because oh, yeah. they have yeah. so much oil and we kiss like on the to cheek. kiss them. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, Saudi Arabia pledged financial assistance to Egypt as much as they fill, need, basically. To fill gaps left yeah. by the withdrawal of aid from, from us, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, we talked about this a little bit before. The the influence the United States has in this situation by, via the amounts of money that we give Egypt in proportion to what they get now from other countries is much, much less than it used to be. We were the lion's share for a long time of what aid they got, foreign aid they got. Yeah. Now not so much. Yeah. So uh, our our level of – our leverage now is diminished in that part of – Our goodwill the, is expendable. Yeah, and we're blamed. I, I, we're being blamed for – for uh, allowing Morsi to be uh, overthrown by what the, his supporters call a military coup, and which most people would call it as well. And uh, so. And a so. And there we go. The operator of Japan's Fukushima Dakai mm. nuclear power plant says new areas of high radiation near storage tanks holding contaminated water have been discovered. Oh, my God. We got high, more high radiation at Fukushima. Look the at announcement that. raises fears of new leaks two days after the plant 
disclosed 300 tons of contaminated water have leaked from a storage tank into the ground. Reportedly mm. the worst such leak to date. To date. That's yeah. saying something. Yeah. That's really saying something. The leak prompted the plant to raise its security level God. from one to three. I, you know, yeah. On a, well, by the well, way, the scale it, goes well, up to seven, so yeah. we know. It does. I know, happen yeah. to know that. So. Well, yeah, and there's so often one. It shouldn't have been at one. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, it wasn't low exactly. Level no, it shouldn't were, be. Yeah. They, they've been finding contaminated <laughs> no. workers there all right, the right. time. No, one would mean that you could picnic on the grounds. Yeah. You could take your family well, and know, you could picnic, hang out there and picnic. Yeah, uh, I think, like, I don't think, worry about it so yeah, much. We're yeah, just don't checking worry. this yes, out. Yes, 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 yes. But no, no, it was never a one there ever. Since or since the uh, event, never, ever, never. U.S. energy companies want to see their experience to help Brazil tap in. They want to see use their experience. That's what they want. They want to see their experience. They want to use their experience because mm-hmm. we have a lot of experience here in the U.S. in squeezing the last bit of energy out of mm-hmm. out of just about anything. We know what we're we, doing. We sap things dry. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We want to help Brazil tap into its vast shale gas reserves. U.S. Energy Secretary Ernest Moniz said on a visit to the Brazilian capital. Mm-hmm. So we want to help them frack, essentially. We're here to help. Yeah. Studies show that one-tenth of the world's known shale gas reserves are in Brazil. One-tenth. That's Ooh, a lot. That is That's a lot. lot. That's that a lot. That them number two compared to, you know, our, our relationship with Canada. Yeah. That's a lot of... Shale gas production could be viable only by 2023, assuming that investments begin now, according to the National Petroleum Agency. But you know what? Mm. They just want a lot of money. Mm. Of course they're going to say that. Mm -hmm. You better give us a lot of money right now if you want to see that uh, oil. Hey, Pinky, give us a lot of money. Yeah, so we Brazil, do know how to extract, yeah. And that's just going to go downhill, that, that, huh? Yeah, that is not good for the rainforest. By the way, people don't ever talk about the rainforest anymore. Remember when you couldn't they got you, a rainforest? You couldn't get through a newscast about 15 years ago without somebody talking about the, the destruction of the rainforest yeah, in Brazil. It's gone now. You never, you yeah. never hear anybody talk about it. And they're still knocking it down, by yeah. the way, at a pretty impressive clip. So, uh, I. Yeah. It's the rain field right now. No, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Sixty years after the overthrow of Iranian Prime Minister Mohammad Mossadegh, Mossadegh mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. a declassified CIA document acknowledges that the agency was involved in the 53 coup, 1953. Yeah. And, you know, they, they finally admitted it. Yeah. Of course, Mike and I have been trying to get him to admit it for all our lives. <laughs> Basically, but, since we heard about it, yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. they wouldn't admit it. And, and we finally did. Yeah. The military coup that overthrew Mossadegh yeah. and his National Front Cabinet were, was carried out under CIA direction as an act of U.S. foreign policy conceived and approved at the highest levels of government and that's what the document says. I don't think you can get more direct than that. No, you can't. And just yeah. let's just put a little frame around this, shall we? Sure. Mossadegh was uh, was uh, came to power, and one of his priorities was to nationalize Iranian the oil industry. And at the time, that was going to be a big threat to something called the Anglo-Iranian Oil Company, which was basically British Petroleum. People yeah. forget they've changed their name two or three times. Yeah. They were at one time the Anglo-Iranian Oil Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, they, and once that happened, it set in motion uh, um, a, a series of events which led to his uh, overthrow. And I believe he was killed in that, in that uh, mm-hmm. coup. Um, and that set in motion later on, 25 years later, 
the uh, the kindling, if you will, for the Iranian Revolution and the uh, the rise of the um, Imams to yeah. power, uh-huh. Khomeini and others, uh, because they were still upset over the fact that a foreign government, the United States, had violently overthrown one of their one of their leaders. So. Maybe. And now, and now we admit it. Fifty years. Now later. we admit it. Yeah, Woo-hoo! yeah. Denied it for for uh, sixty, 60 years, years. Yeah. and now, oh yeah, we did. Uh, a new study led by the Wildlife Conservation Society reports that the American alligator, oh, yes. and a dozen other crocodile species enjoy an occasional taste of fruit, along with their normal meat-heavy diet of mammals, birds, and fish. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, I'm just saying, you yeah. know, if you're a crocodile or an alligator. You're not all about meat. Every once in a while, you like right. a little fiber, well, you know, a little fruit. You happen to be, if you have to be treading water in one of those swamps somewhere, and you see one of these gators coming at you, yeah, take a peach, gator, talk, take a peach, instead throw it at them. Yeah, see yeah. what happens. You, you know, couldn't hurt. Yeah, peach, apricot. apple, yeah. apricot. You know, maybe some cranberry, dried cranberries. Yeah, maybe cranberries. they enjoy a little dried, maybe a little fruit salad. Fruit salad. Maybe yeah. just toss that in front of you. You know, in front yeah. of them. See what happens. Great idea, Mike. Yeah, thank you. According to a new study entitled Wolf Howling is Mediated by Relationship Quality Rather Than Underlying Emotional Stress. This is a title. What's wrong with these academics wait, anyway? Wait, I wait, I'm not sure I know what you just said, so please. Wolf Howling is Mediated by Relationship Quality Rather Than Underlying Emotional Stress. Oh, I get, I get it now. Yeah. Okay, it's The meaning better. of wolf, wolf Howling is not that it is a stress response. Rather, Wolf Howling is an indicator of the quality of relationship amongst the pack, mm. the sound of which is connected to the level of affection for others and to loneliness. Mm-hmm. So they're just out there saying, we love you. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. really neat. We- I mean, they might, it might be disingenuous. Yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking. Probably wolves are fairly disingenuous. Yeah. Yeah. They have that reputation. Yeah. yeah. Nevertheless, they're yeah. going, hey, yeah. don't go. Well, isn't that how yeah. they, they, as I know from the cartoons I've been watching uh-huh. for 50 years, they lure their prey by being nice. And once they, oh. yeah, once they're, you know, pull them in, <laughs> and that's how they get yeah. them. Yeah. I know Mahler that. Shouldn't, where is Mahler yeah. anyway? Gonna say, yeah. I'm done with international. Oh, you got for more the love of God, um, uh, you are you so are so thorough uh, in no, your I'm ability not. to cover national. Uh, you, by the way, this is this qualify as an, an international. Go oh, hit me. You let me know. Uh, the news television channel Al Jazeera America is yeah. launched. Yeah, they launched Al Jazeera. I've yeah. been watching a little bit. That's a I, good, it's a good uh, stage. This is called yeah. Al Jazeera America. It's not yeah. Al Jazeera yes, Qatar. Al-Jazeera. I just Al-J- go on, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I go on, on online and yeah. watch it, and yeah. they've got some good stories. I watched uh, I watched one newscast. Forward. Yeah, it was yeah. very much. I got a lot of uh, coverage. I got a, some discussion, but mostly news coverage, not yeah. somebody's opinion. Yeah, and it went from there. It was like BBC. And the reporters seemed like people. Yeah, they actually seemed like people. You know, who actually knew what they were. You know, exactly. If they lived there and they were talking about the situation. Yeah, no, in. again, yeah. reminds you of BBC as much as it does anything else to yeah. me. So it's not, they're not all... Remember know. when we bombed Al Jazeera? Yeah. Yeah, I that's kind of funny. Yeah, funny. Now, now we're listening I, to their news. Yeah, I go. didn't personally bomb Al Jazeera. No. Control Room, by the yeah. way, if you want to see that documentary, it's kind of an interesting one. Go yeah. ahead, check it out. Uh, and now, of course, we're moving on to a segment uh, called Wolves in the News. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Mahler, it's <laughs> called Secret <laughs> Stuff. Yeah, secret stuff, Mahler. <laughs> secret stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh secret oh, stuff. Oh. The National Security Agency illegally collected tens of thousands of domestic emails before being stopped in 2011. We just discovered this, I guess. The disclosure was made in a newly cla- declassified 
order from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, which oversees the NSA spy. Mm. <laughs> the NSA says the illegal email collection resulted from technical er- error, not deliberate snooping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's of course, of <laughs> so course. Come on. These are guys that make their living lying. We were just kidding. And there's Come another on. one. We didn't. Were you? What is it? Is it just me? You remember that the Martin Martin Short character on Saturday Night Live? Is it just me, or is it the guy that your attorney? It was like no matter what you said to him, he'd say, "I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about." So, what's that, Mike? Oh, never mind. That's all right. It was a little reference. I thought you might. Un- right. I yeah, I remember yeah. it, but I, you know, Martin Short. Come on, know. hilarious, nonstop. Your cultural references all come from television. I That's know they crazy. do. I know it. No, it's not crazy. If you knew me, that you would understand. Well, you do know me. No, you it's know why. sick. It it's is sick. sick. I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. Also, the Wall Street Journal reports that the NSA spying network ensnares about 75% of all U.S. Internet traffic. In other words, it, <sighs> it grips it. It gets a hold of it. More than officials had publicly disclosed, the NSA has the capacity to retain the content of emails between U.S. citizens and filter domestic phone calls made over the Internet. The filtering occurs at more than a dozen sites established near major Internet transit points across the country. I would assume that means the telecoms, the big the big boys. It that is the- and, and, you know, just uh, there's just buildings that have a lot of servers. Yeah, yeah, there's there's yeah. one down in Los Angeles, which is, you know, a crucial point in the, in, you know, all the tubes mm-hmm. that run the underground. Internet, that, the intertubes, you know, yeah. The intertubes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also in secret stuff, the Obama administration continues to operate a secret post-9-11 program that grants federal authority powers to profile and deny immigration benefits to foreign Muslims and nationals of Muslim countries. Ouch. Yeah. This, I wonder why a Muslim president would do that, Yeah, too. why would a secret Muslim yeah. really be involved in a program? I have no to, idea. The program designates Muslim immigrants as national security concerns. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. And subjects them to immigration criteria beyond those established by law. The program may also have been used to recruit informants and deny the bids of those who refuse. Hmm. In other words, you know, you want to become a citizen mm-hmm. or whatever, only but, if you inform. Yeah. And so you make up something. It's always a reliable thing. I'll give you an ice cream cone if you tell me yeah. uh, who uh, threw that ball through the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it wasn't me. That's a good one. Also, attorneys for David Miranda, the Uh, partner of Guardian journalist Glenn Greenwald, mm -hmm. are threatening legal action against the British government over Miranda's detention at London's Heathrow Airport. Miranda was held for nine hours under a British anti-terrorism law, and they they took his everything electronic away from him. I don't know if they've given back everything, but laptops, yeah, smartphone, everything was gone. Yeah. He faced repeated interrogation and had his belongings seized. Greenwald published the first. This is the boyfriend of the person who was held. Greenwald published the first of a series of reports detailing United States and British mass surveillance programs. In other words, he published the Edward Snowden stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he was read as Miranda's. Also in uh, secret stuff, the British government also continues to come under fire over news it forced the Guardian to destroy hard drives containing leaked information from Edward Snowden. Mm -hmm. This is a silly action. They actually went into the Guardian. They made them destroy all their hard drives, even though, you know, they they have the information stored on other hard drives. Mm -hmm. So they can continue doing the story. It's just kind of this 
Well, it's the same as as uh, stopping Miranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's exactly so, the same. It's kind of a show. It's so kind of, so he, they destroyed the hard drive. We'll show you. They have the information. Yeah. Based, the Guardian has the information because it's on a hard drive. Well, they have it all over the world. Right. They send overseas. This information right, overseas right, everywhere right. else. So, no, so all you have to do is get on the computer and access your account in Australia. Right. Right. And you have the same information, but somehow the hard drives in England meant a lot. Also in Secret Stuff, a website devoted to legal and technology news has announced it is shutting down over fears of government surveillance. Grocklaw becomes the third site in less than two weeks to close citing the same privacy concerns. Wow. The secure email provider's Lavabit which is believed to have been used by Edward Snowden, as well as Silent Circle, stopped operating earlier this month. Both companies appear to have refused requests to hand over customer data to the government. In a statement, well, good for them. In a statement, yeah. Grocklaw cited the concerns raised by LavaBit's owner, LeVar Levinson, saying the owner of LavaBit tells us he stopped using email, and if we knew what he knew, we'd stop too. God. There's no way to do Grocklaw without email. Therein lies a conundrum. Ensuring privacy online is impossible. God. La, 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 la. Well, now that's a question. Let me, just real quick. I don't want to get off on this too much, but um, is, it, is it plausible? Is it, is it uh, advisable that there should be parts of the Internet that are completely locked down, encrypted in such a way that no one has access to it? Is that something that we should have at all? That no, that literally, because I just read where Google has developed some encryption system that will is impenetrable. Essentially, is that something that that we sounds should, like a Titanic to me? Doesn't yeah, it? Well, yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't know. I'm just you want another know? question. Yeah, yeah, I'm just a question. I'm this this these people are speculation. Mike is the enemy of calm. I'm asking a question. I thought maybe I, I, our list. I'd be speculating our, whether our it's listeners? possible. I'm sure they could do it. Do you think it's 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 good for the world? That's what I'm, a, I'm asking. This I mean it's, essentially it's, these what these people have been called, doing. It's called talking to one another well, right. in private. All right. That's what it's called. Right. Yeah. Well. That's what I would say. But what do I know, huh? I don't know. <sighs> what do you know, Mahler? Ah, oh, jeez. Here we go again. Mm. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. Calm down. Calm Come down. Come on. Da- what Calm do you want to do, Mahler? Calm down. What? Do you want drones? You want to talk about... Oh, yeah. That's it. He wants to talk about drones again. Oh, God. Yeah. A surge of U.S. drone missile strikes that has killed about 40 suspected militants in Yemen over the last three weeks may appear inconsistent with President Obama's pledge in May to use drone aircraft to target and kill only individual terrorists who pose a continuing and imminent threat to Americans. But White House officials say the targeting rules haven't changed for the 10 recent drone strikes. It just shows that the standards are elastic. They're elastic. They're flexible. They're They're fungible. Yeah, they're elastic. Those are the words they use. Standards are elastic. Okay. So we didn't really lie about this. No. No. No, and you'd be a a fool and and a a traitor to suggest otherwise. They say the wave of attacks highlights Obama's willingness to accelerate lethal operations in response to terrorist threats, even though intelligence on the uh, latest plot was imprecise about the timing and location of apparent targets. Okay, so so I I guess the lesson here is if you're caught in a lie, say that your standards are elastic, Mike. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all. All It's good to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Also, in uh, drones, in the news, mm-hmm. Iran announced that it would teach drone hunting to high school students as part of its defense readiness curriculum. Hmm. So is that like snipe hunting? You know, when you're in high school, and yeah, you, your buddies exactly. told you, go, why don't we go out? We're going to go snipe hunting. You want to come snipe with hunting. us? Same and, thing. Yeah, you hide over here. We'll be yeah. back. Come back and find you later. Also in Drones in the News, yeah. a prominent journalist has declared his support for the extrajudicial murder of WikiLeaks founder and publisher Julian Assange. Assange. Uh-huh. Time Magazine senior national correspondent Michael Grunwald tweeted, he tweeted, mm. I can't wait to write a defense of the drone strike that takes out Julian Assange. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. God, this guy is such a wit. Yeah. Twit? Time I mean, he's such a twit, I think is what yeah. I meant to say. Why do they let these people, you know, in a, in a news organization? If he wants to do that stuff, go to Fox. Yeah, exactly. Also in Drones in the News, Yemen has asked the United States to supply it with drones. Yemen wants our drones. They're saying, hey, especially uh, Abrabu Mansour Hadi, who's yeah. the president yeah. there, said on Thursday he wants to help uh, fight an al-Qaeda or al-Qaeda threat that recently forced Western countries to temporarily close diplomatic missions in Sana'a. One more reason I think that whole thing was a hoax, that and- we, we just threw that up there. We have the complete capability to make to make up an attack or yeah. a perceived attack yeah. Yeah. and then to throw the world in, into chaos right at the point in time when we're sentencing Bradley Manning and right at the point in time, apparently, when uh, well, when Yemen wants to have some of our, our drones, why not throw that into the mix? Well, and it's in, this, it's in the public specter, it's public yeah. forum, and people are talking about it, uh, yeah. in, uh, a decrease in the support for these programs. By the way... The president of Yemen should know that he is getting U.S. drones kind of on an installment plan. Yeah. He's already getting them. So, you know, what's he complaining about? Well, he wants more. Oh, he wants to use them for himself. But that, okay, that would be. He came to power in 2011 after months of turmoil forced his predecessors to step down. uh, And he irked Yemenis, Mm -hmm. people of Yemen, Mm -hmm. last year by giving unequivocal support for Washington's controversial drone strikes, which have increased under uh, Mr. Obama. Mm-hmm. So there. Doesn't sound good to me. Mm-hmm. Also in Drones in the News, fed up with geese fouling the grass and yes. water at uh-huh. its Petrie Island beaches, the yes. Ontario, or the Ottawa, mm-hmm. uh, the Ottawa Canada mm-hmm. city government is calling in drone strikes. <gasps> They're tired of the geese. They're bringing in the drones. Get out. The, uh, it's proving to be really effective, too. Because what they do is they just kind of strafe the oh, geese. They, they don't. don't shoot them. Okay. No, they, early in the morning when the geese are, you know, just kind of they're waking up. Pooping. They, yeah, exactly. They they fly really low and scare the bejesus out of them. They, they had, used to have the, a lot of geese there, and now they don't have any. Scare the poop out of them. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, they, they, they <laughs> eat a lot of grass. They ruin the grass, oh. and then the, the tonnage of that equals out in the poop that they oh, they, they lay down. So I guess, yeah, there you know, you go. If that was a golf course, I'd say let, I would be in favor of the geese <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just destroying it. Up, yeah. The, yeah. I guess it's a uh, they're beaches, grass mm-hmm. beaches, mm-hmm. little wetlands, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Bad geese. You're they're, so they're, bad. They're ugly people. Geese, geese are. Yeah, yeah, I don't like geese. They they squawk too. They kind of have a just a yeah. I mean, they're they're fine as far as animals go, but they they're squawk. obnoxious yeah. and they poke you. Yeah, they get and, mean. They're aggressive, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I don't like him. I slapped a goose in the face. Did you? Yeah. I probably had it coming. You did. I'm sure it did. Yeah. 
I'm done with drones. Oh, are you now? Now let's move on All to right. the national news. Right. Army Private Bradley Manning was sentenced to 35 years in prison for leaking more than 700,000 classified files and videos to WikiLeaks. The sentence is much longer than any punishment given to previous U.S. government officials who have leaked information to the media. Under current guidelines, Manning could be released on parole in about seven years. And he's uh, also going to ask uh, President Obama for a pardon. Yes, his attorneys are lobbying for it. Fat chance, huh? Yeah. Although it does help that uh, he then announced that he plans to live as a woman under the name of Chelsea Manning. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I, I don't know if this is... Uh, going to play into the uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato crowd that Obama is courting. Mm -hmm. But I, it could. It could. Yeah. He, you know, the, you want me to read his, I, I, yeah. I, I, as, a, as I transition into this next phase of my life, how many times have I said that? Uh, I, can't, yeah. I can't even count the times I've heard you say that. On the other hand, it didn't involve jail and gender change for no, me. No, it did not. Yeah. No. As I transition into this next phase of my life, I want everyone to know the real me. Mm -hmm. I am Chelsea Manning. Okay. All right. All right. I am female. Given the way I feel and have felt since childhood, I want to begin hormone therapy as soon as possible. I hope that you will support me in this transition, at which point Joseph Heller's ghost rose from the dead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. What a story. What a story. All right. Well, uh, he's gonna, it's, he's, uh, Chelsea's going to be serving a sentence at Fort Leavenworth and like that. Yeah. And he is asking the government uh, to underwrite the therapy. For his transition. That's part of what, yeah. yeah. Okay. You mean he's going to ask the government to shoot him full of hormones? Yeah. Free of charge. That's what he's asking for. He's going to ask the government to take tax dollars to, uh, to change his That's what he's doing. Sex. Yes, that's what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. He, is, he is asking the government for that. Well, as long as they provide that same service to every citizen, I don't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is there any gender you'd like to be, Mike? Other uh, than the one you are? I know, <laughs> which I can't really determine. I'm not really yeah, it's, indeterminate it's, gender yeah. that I am. What uh, happens to people that don't really don't care about gender? Where's our freedom? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The kind of... I don't really give a rat's ass who you are, Yeah. if I may say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just see how it plays out. Yeah. Well, it's obviously... Yeah, you're, you're getting uncomfortable, Mike. Seven or eight years you're, to you're figure twitching. it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> and in news far more important than one person's gender identity, uh -huh. the Obama administration's Bureau of Land Management held the first of two major coal lease sales from public lands in Wyoming's Powder River Basin. Okay. So we're, we're essentially uh, going to extract 316 million tons of taxpayer-owned coal. I mean, we own this coal. Yeah. And we're going to sell it off. But we're not going to really benefit a whole lot from it. The coal companies will. And in, this will result in significant carbon pollution when it's burned off. The uh, Burning this coal will release 523,524,951 tons Ugh. of carbon dioxide into the air, which is the equivalent of uh, 109 million passenger cars every year. That's yeah. what, that's, so it's about half, if you're figuring out, it's about adding another half of what we already generate in carbon pollution through automobiles to our air. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's so disgusting. And uh, for people who are, you know, every once in a while, Nathan will read a story that gives me a headache because it, this is real. This will actually impact. This is not like some kind of theoretical kind of story. That yeah. one, but once this stuff happens, 
it's pretty much irreversible. I mean, barring some major advancement in science and and environmental um, uh, science, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's just it's so it's so vile. Uh, digging up and burning that Powder River Basin coal will put enough carbon in the atmosphere to essentially undo all of Obama's other climate work. You know, if you're interested, anybody listening to this is interested, there's a great book. We we had um, Elizabeth Col- Colbert on the program many years ago to talk about it. So she wrote a book called Field Notes from a Catastrophe. Yeah. It's a small book. You can read it in very little time. And it went through, I think, five or six civilizations uh, over the course of human history that have destroyed themselves, that uh-huh. have actually just by stupidity and ignorance and God knows what else, have set about and, con- and succeeded in destroying their civilization. And it should be something we all should pay attention to. I'll say the Department of Interior is openly, openly questioning a State Department impact study that effectively endorsed the Keystone Pipeline. Mm-hmm. So the Department of Pierier, so Interior... <laughs> Inferior? Department of Inferior. Department of Interior is joining the uh, the EPA in condemning this report yes. that came out from the State Department, uh, saying it just ignored things that it shouldn't have, including chi- climate change and weather impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there. Oh, I'm glad they're doing that. I hope Obama... Yeah, does the right thing there. Well, there, there he certainly is, didn't with the coal. Yeah, there's certainly mounting evidence and, and very convincing evidence, scientific evidence that this is just a bad idea on so many levels. And you would hope science might have some sway in all of this. Yeah. Uh, new government data reveals the number of Lyme disease cases in the U.S. Oh, yeah. may be about ten times higher than previous previously reported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we we are. So, they're saying that there will be uh, or have been 300,000 people diagnosed with Lyme disease rather than 30,000 each year. That's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. And it's uh, Lyme disease, they're saying, could also uh, come, this increase from the uh, loss of biodiversity yeah. from human-impacted climate change. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to go all, all conspiratorial and stuff on you right now, okay? Oh, no. All right. There's a documentary called Under Our Skin. Yeah. And it's about Lyme disease and about how it's underdiagnosed. And this yeah. plays into well, and this. It, and it can cause a number of different it ca- diseases. It ca- the manifestation yeah. of the, the symptoms are wide-ranging. People are uh, always, are, a lot of times it's misdiagnosed because they assume it's something else. Yeah. They treat that something else and, and before they realize, if they ever realize it's Lyme disease. But the, the story of Lyme disease, just very quickly, uh-huh. is it, go, it goes back to an island off the coast of Connecticut. In which there was biological uh, uh, testing going on by a German scientist who specialized in Lyme or in in these ticks transferring diseases to human beings. Mm -hmm. And this is where it started. And it was in that area where we've come to know it's the, the, the island of Lyme or this community of Lyme that's in that area is where it got its name. It's you do a little bit of research on Lyme disease and I think you'll be. Unnerved by it, so to speak. That's the, maybe the not right. The Americans. It is quite a story, and uh, but anyway, I'm not surprised it's underdiagnosed. It's it's uh, a California court ruled that a prison can force feed some prisoners on a hunger strike after officials voiced concern that the inmates may have been coerced into to refusing food. So we can feed them now. Force okay. feed them. Okay. Just want to let you know. Just like California- we were doing to the prisoners at Guantanamo. Uh-huh. Which was called by attorneys, I mean, by uh, physicians, a uh, form of torture, by the way. Just Yeah, on the other hand, 
they're they're trying to kill themselves yeah. and the legal predicament that that yeah. puts the California judicial system in when they're signing a waiver that says don't resuscitate me when I go down. Right. Uh, that's really the the primary impetus behind this. Right. They wanted to resuscitate these people when they were dying. Right. Yeah. But once again, an example of treating the symptoms and not really treating why are these people on hunger strike? Why aren't yeah. we addressing some of their issues like uh, like uh, uh, isolated there uh, when they put in um, what's it called? You're by yourself. Um, solitary confinement. confinement. Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry. Solitary confinement for months at a time, years yeah. at a time. Well, that's that's the main one. Yeah, I, I yeah, would I'm say that's the okay. main one. That is. You know, I, I would swap that one out if they take away their gyms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> and I wonder if they would. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're in solitary confinement, I'm sure you would. Oh, perhaps, yeah. But I just mean in general, as a yeah. dem- democratic decision in a jail. Yeah. So many people there on charges of possession of, of cannabis. Yeah. Uh, they're not so likely to go into solitary. It happens. Occasionally. Yeah. But democratically speaking, I'd say the majority of them would rather hold on to some of the perks that they get. Well, how about if we just don't put them in ice, solitary confinement yeah, that's a for, good idea. for months and months yeah. and months at a time? That's a good idea. Yeah. On the other hand... I mean, really? Come on! I mean, these are. I mean, it's not helping. It's not helping matters. But there's a reason for solitary confinement in some cases. There's a reason for yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, and, and to, they abuse to is- that. Yeah, to yeah. isolate somebody from the general population for a period of time. That's one thing. Yeah. To put them in a eight by eight cell for months at a time, just because they don't. Absolutely. Because I don't. I think it's know. more of a management uh, yeah. issue rather than a policy issue. Yeah. Journalist Michael Hastings' family was about to stage an intervention to try to get the reporter into detox on the same day as Mercedes burst into flames after hitting a tree. Mm. Okay. Ange- that's what the coroner's uh, f- report says. No alcohol was detected in his system, but there were traces of amphetamine and cannabis. But none of this, according to the autopsy, would have had any impact. Oh, this okay. was just mild traces of both. Okay. Uh, and, and amphetamine can be legal, too. It's not like it's meth, necessarily. Okay. And cannabis is legal, yeah. so hell. Yeah. Hastings, according to the coroner's report, had previously been institutionalized for rehabilitative care in 1999. A witness, by the way, told investigators that Hastings had been abusing Ritalin. Hastings' 2010 Rolling Stone profile of General Stanley McChrystal, the runaway general, as yes. he was called, exposed the general and his staff's disdain for their superiors, and it caused quite a stink in the uh, Well, it caused him to military. lose his job, and yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff happened. And also in this whole little uh, shenanigans with going on, because we've supposed that his car had been, uh, at that night— Tapped. Had been because it it was a new Mercedes. Right. It has a computer system. Right. It's been proven by the University of San Diego that those sort of computer systems can be tapped yeah. into, and you can actually control a car or decontrol a car to such a degree that an accident like Hastings was in is a distinct possibility. Yeah. Uh, neighbor of Hastings says that the uh, late reporter was afraid to get in his own car hours before he died in the high speed oh crash. My, oh my God. Uh, the National Rifle Association reportedly built a secret database of tens of millions of U.S. gun owners w- without their consent. According to the website BuzzFeed, the NRA has compiled a list of current, former, and potential gun owners by culling state and national lists of gun permit holders, class registrations, gun show attendees, and subscribers to gun magazines. 
The database has been used to build the NRA's membership base and rally support for its policies. It has maintained the list even while fiercely opposing a National Registry of Gun Owners. So all we have to do to get the National Registry of Gun Owners is is uh, the NSA has to just tap. There you go. The there you uh, go. NRA's list. Done and yeah. done. done, yeah. And and done. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah, it takes care of that. It is a little irony in that story, but yeah, thank you. Anti-abortion activists petitioned for the closure of Wichita's South Wind Women's Center, where physician George Tiller was shot and killed by an extremist in 2009 on the grounds that the clinic attracts gun violence. Is that is that kind of like uh, Ouroboros, the snake biting its tail? Oh, okay. Uh, you just so wanted, uh, you just they, took you kicked the wind out of me on that yeah, one. I'm sorry. What so anti-abortion yeah. people, who members of uh, shot George Tiller, yeah. want to close the place they shot George Tiller at because it attracts, it attracts gun violence. Oh, okay. By the way, George Tiller was shot at before this. This yeah. he was killed. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yes, yes, you're correct. It has attracted people like you that are shooting people like George Tiller. Oh, mother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he needs a hug after that oh one. Poor God. little mother. Oh, my God. What a guy. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. I, you got you're still going at it, Molly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where's it going? He Where's it going? He's going, going off to get the, the pigeons the again. The pigeons again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a nut. <laughs> whoa, whoa, father, wow. Yeah, what a guy, huh? Pretty upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, there's a whole lot of talking going on for Mahler here. He likes this story especially. A significant chunk of Louisiana Republicans evidently believe that President Barack Obama is to blame for the poor response to the hurricane that ravaged their state more than three years ago, three years before he took office. Yeah. Yeah. The latest survey from public policy polling showed that 28% said they think former President George W. Bush, who was in office at the time, was more responsible for the poor federal response, while 29% said Obama. This is about Katrina. Obama, who is still a freshman U.S. senator when the storm battered the Gulf Coast in 2005, was more responsible. Amazing. Yeah. And nearly half the Louisiana Republicans, 44%, said they aren't sure who to blame. Amazing. Wow, that's a great story. Thank you, Nathan Callahan, for that. That is just a phenomenal story. So before he was president, he was a freshman senator from Illinois. He was more to blame. He was more to blame for for what Katrina, the the aftermath of Katrina. Than George Bush. And then George Bush was. Well, they're just afraid to, you know, this is is like, what do we say? What do we do? (laughs) They're asking us a question. We can't be truthful. (laughs) How do we spin this? We just hate Uh, Obama. Whatever you ask us, yes, we hate Obama. Yes. No matter what you say, yes. Yes, we hate him. We Uh we hate him. Uh We hate him. I don't know why, but we do. We hate him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why. I got nothing else, Mike. Do you have any news? Oh, my God. Nothing else happened, as far as I could tell. Uh, Just uh, J.P. Morgan is under federal investigation for bribing people in China. I mean, uh, state officials, obviously. That's good news. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, No. No, you you covered it. Once again, Nathan Gallen thoroughly covered the news. For anyone out there who's listening, you need not tune into another newscast for another week. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. I'd turn into Al Jazeera America. Oh, there you go. Thank you. They're they're good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And finally, Mike. Yes. And finally, in Qingdao. Oh, I love that beer. It's in China. Yeah, I love their beer. 
Police in Qingdao freed a Chinese man who had passed out inside a Los Angeles-bound cargo container. Mm-hmm. He'd mistaken for his bed and breakfast. <laughs> 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 